listening to Resilient Together, a podcast of collaborative community resilience brought to you by Urbanist Malaysia. My name is Yasmin Lane. Join us as we get to know individuals, communities and organisations who are working together to cultivate community resilience. Each episode, we will explore different aspects of resilience and learn more about inspiring initiatives happening on the ground and connect the dots of collaborations. And if we do it alone, maybe our success rate is to one community, to small group or community, and that's not sustainable over time. So to, to make any program last, you know, I think this is where uh, doing it together uh, will be better. For our very first podcast, we have Ponuliza Hashim, our very own CEO of Urbanist Malaysia. She is a registered town planner and founder of AJM Planning and Urban Design Group for the past 27 years. Her extensive knowledge and experience covers a wide spectrum of the planning discipline in developing plans and blueprints in Malaysia and abroad that advocate sustainable cities and community well-being. Today, she'll be sharing more about what CCR or Collaborative Community Resilience Platform is all about and how it can build up much needed community resilience in dealing with this pandemic and any future shocks to come. We start by asking her what collaborative community resilience actually means. When we started it, it was right in the middle of the MCO. And I think at that time we knew that, you know, people were very worried. People were uh, scared also maybe, you know, and there were many uh, initiatives that were going on. But a lot of the initiatives were uh, very focused on uh welfare, well-being of the people, you know, providing food to them, you know, reaching out for funds. Uh. So we thought that, you know, if this is, and we we were always told that the pandemic is, you know, is to recover from the pandemic, it will take a long time, uh, a year. That was what, you know, was informed from us from the very beginning. So we thought that, you know, how will really communities um, overcome this in the long term uh, or, or, or other in the in the months to come? And we wanted to focus on yeah, providing uh, communities with uh, the knowledge, with maybe the confidence that um, they can get over this uh pandemic in you know through by themselves you know of course with maybe help from uh people around them uh, other communities or governments but at least it will not put them in a situation that they were afraid uh that this is something permanent and you know how to build themselves out of it. Going back to the word resilience, I think it can be defined in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. So what is what does resilience mean to you? You mentioned being self-sustainable, being able to not be afraid. Um, yeah. I think these are really interesting, but um, but yeah, if, if you could describe what it really, why, why it matters, especially now. Yeah, I think it matters a lot because um, resilient, being resilient is about not only being strong, but it also... Uh, makes you think about how you become better, you know? Uh, so so if you're going to overcome this situation today, how will tomorrow be even better than uh, before the pandemic even? 
or you know not only during the pandemic but even before the pandemic so it's important to continue to be strong and uh, this is where communities you know uh, collectively i think it will be it means a lot more to them i think on 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 our own uh, as an individual sometimes we not not many of us can be strong on our own you know uh, that's why we wanted this uh, platform to reflect that collaborative effort whether it's a collaborative idea it's a collaborative uh, um help that we get from other people you know uh, or even learnings that we gain from different efforts done and and that kind of ideas and uh, knowledge that we have will probably be a first start to us uh, moving on with our own lives you know sometimes we do need a little bit of help uh, and that help can come in many ways and i think uh, for me uh, resilience is you know um, you know people say is to to build back better uh, but how do you build communities uh, to be better individually as well as as a group you know uh, together how can we be better yeah definitely Um so in terms of where you see CCR going at the moment it's a database of like you said ideas and initiatives um and hoping to get that shared to expand these ideas um what do you foresee CCR developing evolving into so we would like to see from sharing of ideas and knowledge um and you know uh, and also people being educated in in, the, in that process we would like to eventually see programs that uh not only urbanists ourselves can help to carry out but also how we can form partnerships with communities with uh, organizations associations you know that maybe have the tools maybe have the solution um you know that could help others so i think when when we going forward uh and and uh building back communities is the best way is community to help communities mm-hmm. and and this is what we hope urbanist also provides this platform urbanist that ourselves can be that platform to actually uh not only navigate but assist uh where possible uh to bridge links with government if necessary agencies you know um and yeah that's that's what we hope the ccr will do so today is probably just a platform for uh, like a database you can say you know but i i do hope people who are reading it um will learn from uh, others and i'm hoping that we ourselves uh, urbanists ourselves we could uh you know become partners to to some of the uh, people that's already doing some good things lah because i think if you want to uh, create big change in in a faster way the best way is to work as a team together you know and and if we do it alone maybe our success rate is to one community to small group or community and that's not sustainable over time and so to to make any program last you know i think this is where uh doing it together uh will be better that's really great so um in terms of the main targets benefactors and partners of this platform um who 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 do you think these main targets are or benefactors who would you reach out to first 
Yeah, I think at the moment, a lot of urbanists work, of course, focus on the more vulnerable group of people, whether they are in the, uh, you know, the the B40 groups of people or really any any form of vulnerable group in terms of uh, whether their age, you know, or they have uh, any form of disabilities, you know. Of course, that, that would be the first group that we want to reach out to. But really, we, we don't mind working with any groups that require such kind of assistance and we really hope uh, to to partner with people who actually have better knowledge than us, better maybe access to funds also, you know, and also have the uh, uh, the solutions itself, the solution provider itself. That would be great you know? uh, because I think um, uh, through the Ministry of uh, Housing and Local Government, probably that's where uh, we can uh, ensure that such a program can eventually uh, be formalized in any kind of a system if need be. But as of now, we want to start it with something very informal partnership with, and eventually uh, let's see how it grows into. Yeah. So essentially, um, it's a connector kind of platform that yeah. connects people um, to the right to the right organizations, and especially now with so many um, challenges coming out with COVID, it's it accelerates that that process. Yeah. I guess. And I think the, the, the thing about the COVID, um, we can already see that um, people empowerment is so crucial, you know. Um, and if we do not empower them to take care of themselves, to manage things uh, on, their, on their own, I think um, it will be, we cannot even fight the COVID. And what we've done over the last few months is actually a real showcase of solidarity on how we abide by the rules and regulations that the government have set. And uh, yeah, and we, if we continue to do that again, you know, work as a society to understand that our action can actually save lives um, and, you know, it's wonderful what we've done. So we should be proud of ourselves as how, what we've uh, achieved during MCO and now the RMCO. Uh, so it's time to use the same kind of uh, spirit to actually move forward and, and make big changes in our lives, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, with, uh, with that, we can maybe even change our whole profile in, in our society. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess initially it was a survival kind of collective mm -hmm. initiative, collective responsibility. And now from survival, we're moving slowly into recovery. Mm -hmm. um, so it's interesting that you mentioned that. Um, I wanted to touch a little bit about, like what you were saying earlier, social capital mm -hmm. of people. Um, I mean, the fact that, you know, we see the power of working together. We see the power of things like knowing who your neighbors are and what their needs are. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think there's a change globally that social capital is actually really important. So the way that we design our cities even may play a big role where our, um, you know, local amenities are. So in terms of as a planner in Malaysia for, for so long and seeing things on the ground, um, what are your thoughts on this and, and how do you think we could grow our social capital here in Malaysia? Yeah, I think social capital is important and we should also bring the element of our cultural capital because we are multicultural as well, you know, and these two dimensions of being social, you know, having this wide different kind of 
diversity adds on to also our cultural capital. And that makes us uh, quite different as a society, Malaysians itself, you know. And it's very difficult to train people on new skills um, over a short period of time. But I think um, learn this learnings through uh, experience, through uh, going through a program that, that requires people to work as a team seems to work much better. So maybe even the, the training and education part of building up communities, you know, requires a totally different kind of uh, skills altogether, you know, not the formal training, not the formal education, but a more informal way of uh, uh, really uh, developing that social capital that we have. But it's something that, uh, yeah, is very important, especially when very soon we are going to be an aged society. So, um, but, you know, we still have a lot of human capital that have a lot of knowledge to be shared. Yeah, so this next few decades will be interesting to see how Malaysia um, utilizes all our resources well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a matter of dismantling things we know and relearning, everyone's relearning how to do everything. So uh, the final question we have is... um, how can people get involved in CCR if they're interested? Um, what can they do and how can they benefit? I mean, I think you've highlighted how they can benefit, but how can they get involved if they're interested? Yeah, well, first of all, we'd we like them to log in and share what they're doing. And probably second is, you know, if uh, looking at partnerships, you know, how we could partner with them once we understand exactly uh, what they're doing and how we can help them as well, you know. And, and yeah, I mean, those, I mean, we, I guess the first part is, reaching out to one another, them reaching out to us and we reaching out to them, you know. And yeah, we've we provided a forum platform. We're encouraging uh, people, public to also have a discussion also, because I think that will make us understand the issues also better. So I guess the role that we are seeing in, at the CCR platform are different individuals can play a role by sharing with us. Um, what they need, you know, what they feel and organizations could come in and share with us their solutions, you know, you know, if they have grants to provide. I think for what we see is that there's a lot of things going on. A lot of people are handing out whether it's goodies or freebies or all kinds of things. And sometimes, you know, the vulnerable people remain vulnerable because they are the ones that people don't know where to reach out to. And the same group of people who knows where to get and have access to all these, uh, you know, whether it's funds or opportunities, uh, they will still continue to benefit. So if we could have a platform which is shared uh, in terms of knowing where to reach out, how to reach out and uh, what to do, you know, and I think that would be great. And we are really welcoming uh, as many people out there that uh, is also working on commun- with communities uh, to build them, uh, to help build communities back, you know, 
we like to offer some form of partnerships, I think. Yeah? And this is where, um, I guess, where we come from uh, because we are the center of excellence uh, under the Ministry of Housing and Local Government and we work with the 154 local authorities. So probably this is uh, one way of us uh, you know, bridging whatever gaps there is in terms of communities living in urban areas and also suburban areas. So yeah, there you have it. Um, please check out CCR, the Collaborative Community Resilience by Urbanist Malaysia. Uh, please share, please contribute, tell your friends, tell your friends to contribute and get in touch with us. Um, really, we can only get through this together.